This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. Agriculture is Saskatchewan, and 620 CKRM is your source for everything ag. Welcome to our newly expanded Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Here's your host, Jim Smalley. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. It's brought to you by Harvard Western Insurance. We don't judge. Here's another reminder to renew your plates today. Visit harvardwestern.com. And brought to you by Assiniboia Livestock for the most reliable and dependable way to market your livestock. Today, the Federal Minister of Agriculture outlines more details of a $50 million program to help farmers switch to more efficient grain dryers. We also speak to the owner-operator of a new food company in Regina, Matt Diggleman of Harvest Foods. We have an update on crops in the Tisdale District in northeast Saskatchewan. Real Agriculture discusses National Insect Appreciation Day. It's a day to appreciate the contributions from insects. We have some high praise from Cargill for farmers during the pandemic. And the farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. This is Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Johnson's Grain. Helping growers contract any type of grain. Call 1-800-324-7778. And Mazenk Fuels, your local branded Petro-Canada wholesaler for over 40 years. Fill up the tank. Call Mazenk 306-721-6667. The federal government has released more information on the $50 million earmarked in the last budget to help farmers switch to more efficient grain dryers. The application process will begin later this month as part of the Agricultural Clean Technology Program. To be eligible, any new dryer or retrofit project will have to have a total cost of at least $50,000. Federal Agriculture Minister Marie-Claude Bebeau says the federal government will cover up to half the cost for farms. At the end of the day, the criteria, the most important criteria is that will it make a difference in terms of reducing emissions? This is really what we are aiming to. There are different ways to reduce emissions, and this is what we are looking at. Bebeau did not provide specifics, but eligible projects could range from retrofitting components of an old propane dryer to the installation of a new biomass-based grain dryer. We want to spend this money the most efficiently as possible, so are we going to get the best bang for the buck? And this is the whole idea behind that, to make sure that our investment will have a real impact on reducing emissions. The $50 million for grain dryer upgrades will be distributed over five years. Bobo was also asked about the progress on a $100 million rebate on carbon tax levies on natural gas and propane used for grain drying. That rebate was announced in the last federal budget. I'm working closely with Minister Wilkinson, the Minister of Environment and Climate Change. We are looking at different ways of uh, providing, you know, a a rebate to farmers. And uh, we will announce it as soon as uh, we have come with uh, what we think is the best way, you know, to to give it back uh, to to farmers. That's Federal Agriculture Minister Marie-Claude Bebeau speaking to reporters last Friday following the announcement of a $50 million program for lower emissions for grain dryers. A new Regina-based food company is taking steps to expand business. The owner-operator of Harvest Foods, Matt Degelman, says the company was formed about 18 months ago and has a couple of food product lines from Saskatchewan farms. So Harvest Foods, we we take Saskatchewan-grown crops and grains and we make a few different products. We started out doing um, our two different kind of artesian hummuses. 
So we do a prairie dill flavor. So it's fresh dill and roasted garlic, um, lemon zest, all that good stuff. And then we do a spicier one too, sun-dried tomato sriracha. So it started out with doing those two hummuses. And then um, we're kind of expanding on just trying to, whatever we can get our hands on that's grown in Sask. So right now we're using Saskatchewan rolled and grown oats to do our grid road granola and their other oat products. We're actually going to launch an oat milk coming up here pretty soon. So, yeah, we're just, I just, I have a love for food and Saskatchewan agriculture and the things kind of just meld together so well. How are sales of the hummus and the oats so far? They're going really well. We're battling out at a farmer's market every, uh, every weekend here and then in some local vendors. Um, like Ukrainian Co-op and Italian Star Deli and Mike's Independent, all the great local grocery stores are awesome to deal with. Just kind of working on our production right now just to kind of keep up with some of the bigger grocery chains that we're trying to get into, like the Co-ops and Save-Ons and stuff like that. So that it's kind of coming down the road. Yeah, no, so I, I think our kind of plan of attack is we're going to start working with the Saskatchewan Food Centre and they're going to kind of get our uh, kind of product pretty dialed in and um, can produce on on bigger scale to get into these big grocery stores so that's kind of our plan for that and then i assume you want to go into exports when you get beyond that yeah so right now we're just kind of a we're a small fish in a really really big pond so um we're trying to do a little bit of specialty grain and crop exports like caraway and coriander that are one of our partners grows so I think we're just going to try to get our foot in the door. But, um, yeah, I love just dealing in anything that's any kind of agriculture that's grown in Saskatchewan. I really think that we have a quality product and a lot of time and heart and effort goes into growing all this stuff. So it's I think the it's a treat for the rest of the world to get their hands on. So how old is Harvest Foods? How long have you been in business? Well, we're coming on about a year and a half right now. So it started, started very small, started in um, kind of in grandma's kitchen kind of thing. And now, um, yeah, we've got our own kitchen of ourselves downtown. And, uh, yeah, we're rocking and rolling every day. And it's, it's, it's turned into a full-time gig for me, at least. Where are you based? Our kitchen is 2167 Hamilton Street. So it's a kind of commercial kitchen down there. And actually, the, we have a little bit of an ice cream joint running out the front <laughs> called the Chuck Wagon. So it, <laughs> we've kind of got two businesses on the go, but... Yeah, it's been a handful, but it's been fun. And you're hoping to expand sales, and, and your your key product is Saskatchewan-grown food products. Exactly, yeah. We're uh, we're looking to expand at anything, any kind of product that we can realize that there's a niche for or um, a market that we can tap into that's Saskatchewan-grown. And um, we just try to take that raw product and take it to the next kind of retail level. Matt Diggleman is the owner-operator of Regina-based Harvest Foods. Back to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. This portion is brought to you by Prairie 6-inch Eavestroffs. An inch makes a big difference. PrairieEavestroffs.ca and Co-op Hale Insurance. They've been there for farmers for over 75 years and they'll be there for you. Crops are in relatively good shape in northeast Saskatchewan. The crops extension specialist in Tisdale, Kim Stonehouse, says fields could use some rain to ensure proper crop growth. Well, for the most part, I would say they're they're looking pretty good. Um, cereals are most of them are up and and doing fine. The uh, um, canola is on its way. Uh, a lot of it just coming out of the ground now, but there there are some that's been up for a while. How's the soil moisture? Uh, 
could use some rain. We've just had a bit of rain over the last couple of days here, but it's uh, small amounts. It's not it's not amounting to to a whole bunch. Uh, probably a couple of tents we've had here. We could we could use a, a good general rain to bring things along. The southern grain belt had a big rain, a couple inches on the long weekend in May. How did it go up in Tisdale? So it was pretty variable around here. Uh, we had some areas that probably over near Carrot River or, or the eastern part of the region where they saw an inch or better, uh, right around Tisdale, uh, one to two tenths. So, and, and it was pretty dry uh, beforehand, so that wasn't helping out an awful lot. So we're still, we're still hoping for a bit more. How's oh, weeds and insects? Any spraying yet? Well, there's definitely been uh, uh, some spraying for some insects. Uh, flea beetles uh, tend to be uh, pretty active right now, so uh, I, I would anticipate that most producers are checking their crops pretty closely to make sure that, that uh, if there's any feeding happening, that they're staying on top of it. Any spraying for weeds yet or a little early? Probably a little bit early. There there might be a few areas that, that are starting to uh, spray for them. I would suspect that that's going to start happening probably this week or, or next. A lot of the weeds will have, uh, have, have gotten started, but with the dry conditions probably weren't growing as quickly. Uh, this bit of rain that we've had over the last couple of days should perk them up, and, and it'll be time to, to get at those. So overall, your crop rating for Tisdale? Oh, I would say that it's in in pretty good shape yet. Uh, we're not, you know, we're not we're not so dry that we're we're uh, having difficulty growing anything up here. It's uh, there's still a certain amount of subsoil moisture, but like I said, uh, a, a good rain right now would would really be a benefit. I would say that they're they're doing uh, fairly well. Kim Stonehouse is the crop extension specialist in Tisdale, about 300 kilometers north of Regina. This segment has also been brought to you by Ducks Unlimited. Time now for Real Agriculture with Sean Haney. Brought to you in part by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamp's Integra Tire in Grenfell. Your locally owned Integra Tire dealers on The Source 620 CKRM. This is your realagriculture.com update brought to you by the Canola School. Get canola agronomic information when you need it on your smartphone, tablet, or laptop. Our library of timely agronomic information is free and available at canolaschool.com. I'm Lindsay Smith, and I'm joined now by John Gavlosky. He's the Provincial Entomologist for Manitoba Agriculture and Resource Development. Welcome here, John. Yeah, thanks, Lindsay. Okay, so today is a very special day if you're an entomologist. So, so what is today? So today is National Insect Appreciation Day, a day that we dedicate to appreciating all the good things that insects provide for us. And now, and did you make this day up? No. <laughs> um, it's uh, uh, something that the Entomology Society of Canada is promoting. And this, this is actually the third annual, so it's been going on for two years now. And uh, they have special events that they promote and that they hope that people will contribute in during National Insect Appreciation Day. And, and so I would be remiss if I didn't ask, which insect in particular are you showing your appreciation for today? So what I'm going to be showing today is a, an insect called a tiger beetle. And these are uh, very interesting looking beetles. They're often metallic colored. They're on the ground. They're a type of ground beetle. And they live on the ground. 
they're really quick. In fact, they're one of the quickest insects uh, for running speed. Uh, and they're predators. They feed on other insects. So uh, for anybody who's a farmer or gardener, they have a quite a valuable role. Okay. So, and this is one of the things that, I mean, I, I find the insect populations in our fields, I mean, absolutely fascinating. And as you mentioned, you know, we, we typically do focus on the pests because those are the ones that cost us money and, and cost us crop and quality at times. But of course, we know that there are predators, there are parasites, there, there are friends down below in that canopy. And, and so how important is it to use a day like today to increase awareness and, and do some educating about our friends in the field? Well, I think it's important because really our attitudes towards insects, um, they're important in determining how we I guess, interact with them and treat them. Um, and for farmers, how they farm. Um, because as much as we don't like the ones that eat the crops, the reality is, you won't be able to farm successfully unless you've got insects on your farm. Uh, anything that's flowering probably needs insects to pollinate. Now, there are exceptions to that. There's some crops that self-pollinate. But even some of them, you get yield improvements when you have pollinators. So you need the pollinators. Without the predators and parasitoids, you would get uh, epidemics of aphids and some of the insects with quick life cycles, they would be problems annually uh, without the predators and parasitoids. And the other thing that probably doesn't get appreciated enough is insects are a valuable part of decomposition. So whether it's the stubble in your field or the dung in your pastures or dead animals, insects are decomposing all these things and things would get pretty messy if it wasn't for having those decomposers around. And as a side bonus, some insects are really good at eating weed seeds as well, so they can help reduce your seed bank for your, your weeds. That is actually one of the ones I really hadn't thought about. But So give me an example. What's an example of an insect that eats weed seeds? The ground beetles I talked about, they're a hugely diverse group. There's over 900 species in Canada, and there's uh, several species that we know of, and probably a lot that we don't, that make weed seeds a, a very big part of their diet. So ground beetles are one of them. Another one that everyone's probably going to have in their fields is field crickets. Field crickets are omnivores, meaning they feed on lots of things. Um, they'll dig for grasshopper eggs. Um, there's been studies showing them eating apple maggot pupae, uh, but, but they also eat plant materials. They like uh, uh, older, decaying plant material, Weed seeds, though, is big on the diet of some of them, especially some of the larger seeds. There's been studies showing that they can eat a considerable amount of uh, red root, pigweed, lamb's quarters, some of those larger seeds. They can eat a considerable amount of those. All right. John, thank you so much for joining me on the show. Okay, well, thank you very much. This has been your Real Agriculture Update. You can find out more about this issue or many others at realagriculture.com. It's your agri-weather forecast on The Source 620 CKRM. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in. No appointment necessary. Visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Mainly cloudy sky today. A few showers this afternoon and tonight and risk of a thunderstorm. 
Wind northeast 20, gusting to 40, increasing to 40, gusting to 60 this afternoon. The high today, 25. The low, 13. Wednesday, showers ending in the afternoon, then cloudy. Wind north 20, becoming east 30, gusting to 50, and a high of 23 Wednesday. The low, 12. Thursday, partly cloudy, 30% chance of showers. The high, 30. The low, 13. Friday, cloudy, 60% chance of showers, the high 18, the low 11. Saturday, sunny, the high 25, the low 13. Sunny on Sunday, the high 29, the low 16. Monday, sunny, the high 32. Normal high is 23, the normal low is 9. The sun rose at 4.48 this morning. It sets at 9.07 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot is Estevan at 26 right now. The cold spot up north Collins Bay at 8. Once again, Estevan 26, Saskatoon 20, Swift Current 22, Weyburn 25, Yorkton also 25 degrees. Regina cloudy and 21. That's 70 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the north at 21. Humidity is 26%. The barometer rising 101.7. Light rain in Moose Jaw 16. Winds are from the north, northeast at 22. Once again, Regina cloudy skies and 21. That's 70 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. This spring, apply pre-emergent Edge Microactive Group 3 herbicide from Gowan Canada before seeding your canola. Maximize yield today and manage resistance tomorrow. Always read and follow label directions from Gowan Canada. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers. Get fair market value for your assets with an online auction through McDougal Auctioneers. McDougalAuctions.com And brought to you by Patterson Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizer's just better when it's wetter. Patterson Liquid Systems, expect the best. The chair and CEO of Cargill says farmers and ranchers are playing a critical role in creating a more sustainable future for the agriculture industry. David McLennan spoke at the U.S. National Feed and Grain Association virtual convention last Friday. I think the greatest challenge facing the ag industry today is sustainably feeding a world that is growing rapidly in population. We're soon going to pass through 8 billion people on the planet. They need to eat. They want access to better food. And we need to do it sustainably. We need to figure out how can we feed a growing planet but use more sustainably oriented agricultural practices. We as an industry have to reduce our impact. We have to be more thoughtful about how much water do we use, how much greenhouse gas emission is there, how can we be better stewards of the environment, of building soil health. Inaction is not an alternative. That's a threat to sustainability. So we have to do something. We have to be proactive. We need to build solutions for the future. Nobody knows that better than farmers. McLennan says agriculture will play a leading role in the coming years. I think agriculture is how we provide the solutions for sustainably produced food. There are many who criticize agriculture for its impact, for being part of the problem. I say as part of the solution. Ag is how we can produce food more sustainably with le- fewer, less water usage, with better focus on soil health. And ag is how we can find a way forward. Regenerative ag has led the way in terms of more sustainable farming practices, whether it be reducing greenhouse gas emissions, better soil health, reduced water usage, 
Regenerative ag is a practice that is gaining more and more momentum and one that we are supporting and sustaining in terms of our work with farmers. Let's remember, we can set all the goals we want. We can set all the targets that we want. But if our farmers aren't successful, then we won't be successful. They've got to lead the way. Our farmers have to have access to information. They have to have access to funds. And this is how we're going to lead forward. This is how ag is going to be the solution for the future. The Cargill CEO also had words of praise for both farmers and employees in the food processing sector. When the world was shutting down in early 2020 and there was a lot of fear, where's our food going to come from? How are we going to make sure it gets to the tables and the stores and the restaurants where people can consume it? Our farmers stepped up. They are the heroes of COVID-19 and it showed us how resilient the food supply system is and what we need in terms of courage and vision in order to make sure that the ag supply, the food supply system continues to work despite intense strain. I think another lesson we learned is we can do big things. And it's a good lesson that we need to dream big. We need to think about how can we get through tough times. In some ways we just did it. We put our heads down and say, said, let's get through this. But the fact of the matter is the food supply chain was there. We kept food moving. We kept it getting to where it was needed. And the resilience of the food and ag supply system was really amazing. We did do big things, and we're going to continue to do big things. And Cargill believes we can dream bigger as an industry and help solve sustainability, regenerative ag, and continue to do the right things for the planet. David McLennan is Cargill's chair and chief executive officer. He made the comments last Friday during the virtual conference of the U.S. National Feed and Grain Association. You're tuned to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today on The Source, 620 CKRM. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered, tough equipment on the market. And SMHI. Landowners, SMHI provides continuous coverage at cost. Contact your RM office today. Municipal Hale, Farmers, Insuring Farmers. Manitoba MP Dan Mazier is taking on Canada's telecommunications industry to fight for Canadians who have felt cheated and ripped off by the nation's internet companies. Mazier recently introduced Bill C-299, legislation that would require Canadian internet service providers to ensure accurate and transparent information regarding internet quality. So it's it's basically a bill to uh, to offer transparency on the services that are being provided by internet service providers. So, for example, right now when you go and buy a package or when you get advertising, you see this like you know uh, speeds up to 50 megabytes down, like a number, right? And like you know it's the best and the greatest of all that kind of stuff. And we know that's not the reality. What this bill will do is actually, instead of taking the, the whole ability for internet companies to mislead and, uh, you know, uh, misinform the consumer, it'll actually tell them uh, what services they are going to provide while using the internet. So, for example, they might promise you get uh, 50 megabits download, but that might be at three o'clock in the morning when no one's using it. So this, what this would do is, when you're uh, when you're using it, what can you expect for for download and upload speeds? So 
that that is uh, a big difference. The only reason the, the the internet companies are doing it now is uh, a they can get away with it. They they can legally um, advertise like that, and I want to put an end to that. And that's what this bill will do. Major says Canadians are paying exorbitant fees and getting crappy internet service. Dan Major is the Conservative MP for Dauphin, Swan River, Nipua. The Market Updates with Jim Smalley on The Source, 620 CKRM. Market Update is brought to you by Nelson GM in Assiniboia and Avonlea. If you are a Costco member, get huge savings on current 2019 and 2020 SUVs right now. And brought to you by Sask Pork. Saskatchewan's growing and vibrant hog industry creates economic spin-offs and career opportunities in our rural communities. Find out more. Visit saskpork.com. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. Durham gained $27.56 at $317.83. Feed barley fell $13.03 at $264.65. Canola gained $1.20 at 745.37 lentils fell $10 per metric ton at $760.50 number 1 red spring wheat went down $3.18 at 321.14 the rest were unchanged this morning flax $701.94 oats 216.53 yellow peas $356.14 feed wheat 238.84 on the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, spring wheat fell 11 and a quarter cents at $7.73 and three quarter cents a bushel. It's the Livestock Reports on the Source 620 CKRM. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn 842-4574. And now the latest Livestock Quotes. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of June 8th. Our last regular sale was on May 26th. Now that branding season is here, we're starting to see a lot of cows come to market. Butcher cattle have been selling well. D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.93 cents to $1.03. D3 cows sold from $0.83 cents to $0.93. Cents. Counter cows sold from $0.50 cents to $0.60. Cents. Heiferettes sold from $1.18 to $1.35. And good butcher bulls sold from $1.10 to $1.30. We didn't have enough steers in any one weight break to establish an accurate price quotation, but we did have a few heifers. 650 to 700 pound heifers averaged $1.85 and sold it to $1.90. 700 to 800 pound heifers averaged $1.75 and sold it to $1.80. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets cattle and the prices too. And now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 7,200 hogs Monday, selling in a range of 239 to 272 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,900 head, selling in a range of 242 to 274 per CKG. Ham's number one sows this week are selling in the range of 46 to 53 cents per pound of live weight. Ham's cash hog price today is up and forward contract prices open mixed this morning. On Monday, the Canadian dollar is up eight basis points with a daily exchange rate at 1.2073. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 82.64 cents U.S. Daily U.S. cash markets continue to climb, with the negotiated Western Corn Belt region up 20 cents and both national variants $1.42 U.S. 100 weight higher relative to the previous day. 
Cash markets have a bit to go before making new all-time highs, but the trend remains firmly higher in the national-based formula regions, and new highs cannot be ruled out. Lean hog futures are mixed in the morning session that saw some strength at the open, but have turned lower through mid-trade. Like cash, futures have not yet eclipsed 2014, which saw the July contract trade a nudge over $134 US 100 weight. Regardless, futures remain notably optimistic on hog values out to the end of the year and currently hold a 50% premium to the average cash history. The 2022 futures currently hold a 25% premium to the cash history, indicating a shift in market sentiment further out. But comparatively speaking, the 25% premium is still very good value. And so that price again for Sig4 and Brandon and also the Moose Jaw plant, $242.51 per CKG. Coming up, the Resource Report. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Jim Smalley. Now the Resource Report, brought to you by the Prairie Co-op Grow Team, fueling farms, feeding families in Cupar, Ituna, Lipton, and Strasburg. The International Minerals Innovation Institute and Saskatchewan Polytechnique have announced a mining digital upskill pilot project. The pilot project will provide digital skills training to address the technology shift experienced by the mining sector. The technological evolution improves productivity in the mining industry, but also creates a need for upskilling employees to keep up with digital advances. The Saskatchewan government has outlined new wildlife regulations for hunters with mobility problems. The new legislation provides greater access and less red tape for hunters with mobility impairments. Environment Minister Warren Kading says hunters will be able to use new technologies in motorized mobility equipment without the requirement of obtaining a permit to use the equipment. Last year, hunters with physical disabilities were able to use a motorized wheelchair, but permits were still needed. Changes were made to ensure fairness. Other amendments will prohibit the feeding of dangerous animals, but does not apply to the use of bait for hunting or trapping, conducting farming activities, or operating landfills. Other amendments will authorize the disposal of inedible or diseased wildlife specimens to simplify the removal of carcasses unfit for human consumption, including specimens infected with chronic wasting disease. On the markets, the TSX is up 56 points at 20,091. The Dow has fallen 14 points at 34,615. Oil is up 37 cents at 69.60 a barrel. The Canadian dollar has dropped 22 hundredths of a cent at 82.54 cents U.S. That's the resource report. If you missed any segment of the show, tune in to the On Demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast. Brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. You've been listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. If you missed any of today's broadcast, download the podcast now online at 620CKRM.com. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, now starting after the 12 o'clock news on your voice for everything ag. 620 CKRM. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of edge microactive pre-emergent herbicides.